have some. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Joining me, as always, is Jacob Walsh. Jacob, um, Abby has been fired from the podcast. <laughs> she's done. She's done. done. Dude, she's she's done. It's a two-man show now. No, 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 no. Yep. Abby will return, we promise. We've had scheduling conflicts and, and uh, changes in uh, all sorts of stuff. But it's, it's all good. Uh, because we're going to be embarking on some pretty fun stuff coming up, but we got to give you the YHS. The show must go on. Jacob, how are you, man? Yeah. I'm good. Just hanging out, dude. Having a chill Sunday. It's weird that we're recording on a Sunday, but uh, it is weird. But I kind of. It. It's pretty relaxing. I'm relaxed. Me too. Yeah. Um, if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, uh, we thank you for being here. If you're listening in the classic uh, audio feed, we also. Thank you for being here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cover some ground today, talk about the latest goings-on in the world of Ghostbusters. There's not really much. It's calm there's before. Nothing. The, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing. Uh, we were ta- you were talking about wanting to do a Ghostbusters radio live the other day, and I was like, why? <laughs> what, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? There's nothing to talk about right now. Yeah, but it's going to – I, you know, soon. I think soon. Very soon. Well, I'm, I'm hoping – we're going to Toy Fair yeah. in how long? Three, two weeks. Two weeks. Two feet. Two weeks two we're going feet. to Toy Fair. Two feet. Two It'd weeks. be cool if there's some sort of Ghostbusters toy. I don't know if there's going to be, but right. maybe we'll get some some looks Something. at some stuff. I don't know. Well, Is it the, too early? I don't think it's too early for a licensing show to show some stuff off. I mean, we know that um, Hasbro will not be there. Uh, yeah, they're they're the doing thing. they're doing PulseCon um, next week, but ha- so Hasbro won't be there. They're the main you know Ghostbusters license holder. But there's other companies like remember yeah. in 2020 there was like that pinball machine company, and then there was like other well, yeah, there's lots of companies that have yeah there that have the other. Ghostbusters license. Sure. So we'll be on the hunt for for that kind of stuff, and we'll cover it if we see it. That's what we'll do. That's the promise we can make. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, and then the only other Ghostbusters news was that uh, that Egon Dirt Farmer Ghost of yeah, Egon Spengler Funko, Funko Pop, yeah, okay, which is uh, gonna be I think at New York Comic Con, yep, uh, and that'll be something that exists if you are into Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? A lot of our listeners are. I it's not my it's not my personal thing, but if that's yeah. what listen, Jake. That's what if, gets you going. If that if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is check your, your Funko Pop websites, more power to you because <laughs> you know, because I don't that way I don't have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just um, do it away from us. Keep it keep it away from us. Listen, we we actually have this. This might be a fun discussion topic right this very second. We've had – you've been kind of cleaning and purging and, and yeah. selling. And mm-hmm. we there was a time in my life where I bought a good amount of Funko Pops. I literally have a lot of Funko Pops on my eBay store right now, and nobody will buy them. And I think nobody will buy them purposefully, so I have to keep them. <laughs> they know they're and yours. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody they, buy my dumb Funko Pops. They're um, – 
every now and then I'll see a Funko Pop that kind of like like the new Chicken McNugget ones because they don't really look like Funko Pops. Yeah. They're kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I just I want. It's not even just Funko. I don't love or gravitate towards stylized figures in general. Like I, I more want a, a a toy or an action figure to have some sort of like actual well, representation. I think Funko Pops just feel. Some of them look. Some of them look cool. I, I agree with that, but they feel so soulless. It's just this like mass marketed, make as many as you can. Like they're all, you know, 90% of them are on, on the same template. Right. It just feels like a cheap fucking, nobody's making Funko pops out of passion. You know what I mean? And it's just sure. weird and it takes it, and I'm and and listen, I'm not saying that like the original Star Wars toys were made out of passion either, you know. But there's just they just feel so fucking corporate and like <laughs> buy these like the like you know and the the new yeah. ones that the new thing that Funko has like with the the VHS. Yeah. Fuck you. Like just. Fuck, I'm so tired of like I love v- this. here's a thing you love, you know, like put it in a VHS clamshell and you'll buy it. No, fuck you. Fuck those dumb things. I don't I You don't. know what's annoying? None of these what? products that come in VHS clamshells actually have a fucking tape in them. I'd like to <laughs> I'd like to watch a VHS. Sell me a tape. Honest. Sell me a fucking tape. I'll buy it. You know what's funny? Um I I still think this could happen. You know, like we went through that whole resurgence of like vinyl records. Yeah. And, you know, now vinyl is is one of the biggest selling. Like nobody buys CDs anymore, at least for now, until CDs come back. But so you can buy records. You can go to Target and Walmart and buy like the new Taylor Swift record or whatever. And you can buy record players. Um, Then we started seeing like Walkmans, the cassette Mm -hmm. boom boxes. I, I figured at some point there would be a company that starts selling, like, go to Target, buy a VCR. I still think I, it could happen. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet because, yeah, at Target, I, I don't know if you can right now, but less than a year ago at Target, you could walk in and buy a, a cassette player, like a right. handheld Walkman cassette player. So, yeah, it just seems like the next step. Like, if I was Sony, which I will be eventually... Like I will own Sony <laughs> media pictures and all that. You will change so, your name to Sony. I think it's going to have to be a, yeah, Craig Sony. I think it's going to have to be a company that can also possibly produce um, like mo- there's nobody making. I mean, there's limited run small things, but there's nobody mass producing in any kind of meaningful way like VHS tapes. Yeah. But like, remember, Sony was like the first company to ever like introduce the VCR. So it would be cool if they if Sony were to put out or like partner with target and put out a VCR or a VCR TV combo Mm -hmm. and also like go to the Sony movie library and put out like 20 or 25 limited edition. Sure. Like classics. I would be there day one. Like I would buy all of it. Would you buy a new VHS with like new artwork of a movie that you already like own? Yeah, for sure. I do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's that guy. I bought Gerald's game on VHS recently. What? Oh, is it that company that does like the, it's just like some company from Instagram, just some person on Instagram who makes 
yeah bootleg copies of movies that don't have physical you know there's no physical media of gerald's game right. at all you can't get it on blu-ray we have um i have the force awakens and the last jedi on vhs yeah and it's kind of fun to like yeah. it makes it just better you want to you want to have that whole set yeah one of them <laughs> uh We've had Ghostbusters 2 on a lot lately. I was actually laughing as I finished Ghostbusters 2 on VHS in the bedroom for like the fourth time this week. I was like, I wonder if people knew how many times a week I was watching Ghostbusters 2. Would they, <laughs> would they be like, oh, that checks out? Or it's like, oh, it's like worse than we even... that. Yeah, it would be that's unhealthy. <laughs> I, I watched it four Check times. Check yourself into a facility. Well... There's certain, just like they did in the movie. Well, they didn't check themselves in. Um, Thank you, doctor. There, there are, uh, there's certain movies that not every movie, I, there's not many movies. There's probably less than five in my life that I can literally watch on repeat and never like what, like, do you have five movies that you could watch on repeat? Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. Do you think I could guess? I five? probably have. I probably have more than that. Could do you think I could name five that you have? Yeah, I think you could try it. Jaws. Yeah, I could watch Jaws on repeat. Like I could yeah. watch Jaws and start it over and be uh-huh. perfectly fine. Um, Ghostbusters. Sure. Ghostbusters two. Yeah. This is easy. I don't know if I know the last two. The Shining. The Shining's definitely one of them. What's the you're leaving out like a you're leaving out a Jurassic Park Jurassic glare. Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park. I, I've also done it with like Little Shop of Horrors. Just put it yeah. on and just watch it over and over. It I, I go through I think I do the same thing. I think Abby does this too. I will go through moods or phases where I'm like, oh, you know what? Am I gonna watch Jaws the Revenge six times this week? Maybe I am. <laughs> but or like the village. <laughs> I will put yeah. on. I I have multiple times in my life put on the village, watched it, and then been like, "Oh, I'm just going to put it again. I'm just going to let it play again." So that's interesting because I I was theorizing as we talked about this that maybe it only applies to like nostalgic movies. Like I was trying to think if I have a, a do well, I it's have like a, a comfort? It's like a comfort thing. Yeah, because I don't know if I have a modern movie in the last like ten years. That I could like just even like Ghostbusters Afterlife, like as much as I love it and adore it, like I I on purpose try not to watch it more than once every I watch the trailers a lot. I will go back and watch the trailers for Afterlife just all the time. Well, they're great. (laughs) I I watched one of your favorite movies this morning. You did? Yeah. Oh, wait, because you were going to watch it last night. Yeah, I started it last night. Fell asleep. And I woke up and and watched it. What if we never revealed what we were talking about? That would be really annoying to our listeners. There, there could be clues. What kind of clues could we give? Um, I don't favorite actors in it. (laughs) See, this is the thing. Like, I I think why? Like, if you've been listening to YHS for a long time, you might guess this. But I, I feel like if you're new, you might be surprised that one of my all-time favorite movies, probably my favorite non. Star Wars Ghostbusters type movie the last 10 years is Gone Girl, which is yeah. David Fincher 
directing Ben Affleck and uh, Carrie Coons in it and yep. Roseman Pike. So, so when what drove you? This is interesting. What drove you to watch a, what, Craig's pick? Like, if I was on Seinfeld, it was a, a Craig pick. pick? I, yeah. I honestly don't know. I just I saw that movie in the theater and I remember liking it. And I like David Fincher. He does good stuff. And um, I was probably watching Afterlife and was like, well, what else is Carrie Coon in? And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll rewatch Gone Girl. Because at the time when I saw Gone Girl, you're not thinking about, you know, like Carrie Coon's great in Gone Girl, but um, she I disappears remember, into that character though. Yeah. And I remember when Ghostbusters Afterlife came out and you were like, oh, she's in Gone Girl. I was like, who, what? She's not the girl in Gone Girl. You know, I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? So it's like rewatching a movie almost kind of through a different, lens yes but also i remember liking it and i was like oh that movie was fucked i was just in the mood i don't know like i've been re-watching i don't have internet at my house right now so i'm kind of like because of the ongoing hurricane because of the ongoing hurricane three weeks ago (laughs) and uh so i'm stuck to like what i can watch on my ipad like on hbo sure uh, my voodoo or whatever so I've been watching stuff that maybe aren't my favorite movies or things that I don't watch as much. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Gone Girl. So I watched it. <laughs> What'd you think? It's pretty good. It, it's crazy because the beginning of the movie I'm watching, I kind of like it tricked me. I've seen it before. Right. But the movie tricked me because when it starts there, I had moments where I'm like, oh, this is I, I had moments where I'm like, this dialogue is fucking bad. But then I'm like, okay. it's like that on purpose. But then I was like, no, 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 this is this is on purpose. You know, like in the beginning of the movie when they're meeting, like yes. all their their first meeting is so like, wait a corny. minute, what do you mean? Oh, when they're meet, like when Ben Affleck when, and her, they like yeah, fall in love and all. When that. they meet, yeah, they like when they're kind of telling the story of them meeting for the first time and they're at a party and and Ben Affleck yeah. says all the right things and they're and, and I'm like, oh, I'm like people like this are. I'm just like this sucks. I was like these yeah. people are bullshit. Okay, so you're talking about Ben Affleck and Roseman Pike. They meet. Yeah. And you're not you're not into that. Well, those first those first few scenes of them getting to know each other are so fluffy and bullshit and it's like the dialogue seems really corny and I'm like people don't act like this people don't meet like this and at first I'm like oh is this movie bad but then I'm like no 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 this is the point of the movie this is part right. of the plot is that right I, it's like you've seen this before chill out you know what I mean like <laughs> my like bullshit meter is going off and then I'm like oh it, it's like this for a reason it's right. it's going to and that that's a, that movie's good because it it's like it goes in like four different directions. You don't know. They make you think Ben Affleck is a creep, which is like he plays that part pretty well. Like you think yeah. he might have killed her, and you know there's a lot of crazy twists and turns in that. It's good. It's a good it's a, movie. It's a fun one to only watch like every year or two because yeah. you can kind of you forget about some of the beats. Yeah. Um, Carrie Coon's great in it. Uh, and, and Roseman Pike's really great, Ben. Like it, I, I really love that movie. I've seen mm-hmm. it so many times, and I still sometimes when I'm watching it, like I get lost in it, yeah. and then I kind of forget. Like, my like, oh, and then it's always crazy to me that at the end, this is the most okay. The fact that well, I don't want to spoil it. No, Maybe it's been out for a while. Spoil yeah, it. but there's listen, hold on. 
This is why chess. We have people who literally just watch Ghostbusters. We're, I don't want to spoil <laughs> it. Okay. I could be talking to just me, but I'm just saying it's good. And it's really, well, oh, fuck it. I'll spoil it. Who cares? Spoiler alert. We're about to spoil Gone Girl. They stay together in the end. Yeah. But don't you know couples like that who, like, they're so bad for each other and they just yeah, but, need. Yeah, for sure. But my, my thing is, I that movie's based on a book. Right. And, um, I, 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 I want to look it up and see if there's like what the difference I want to see if you get any more because like, that's a crazy place to end the story. And it, <laughs> it also ends with you. Like when I watched it, I was like, there's zero doubt in my mind that Ben Affleck's character is going to actually murder her. Soon. <laughs> like that's what it sounds like. Like the, the dialogue that he has kind of yeah. the, the, the voiceover towards the end is like, Oh no, he, this is going to end in murder. Like it, one of them is going to kill the other one. Like that so, is what is going to happen to them. First of all, sometimes Abby gets mad at me because I do uh, this thing where I'll, you know, like her her diary that she's kind of reading from the whole movie, or like her yeah. inner monologue. Yeah, yeah, I'll like be in the kitchen and I'll just be like, "There he goes, getting another one of those Coke Zeros. He thinks he's so fucking cool." And she's like, stop doing Gone Girl. I was like, what? It's cool to do that. Stop being I, a Gone Girl. I think they definitely, uh, David Fincher definitely used like Ben Affleck to his advantage because I, I don't yeah. think Ben, I don't love Ben Affleck. He's fine. I don't think right. he's the best actor in the world. He's not the worst either. But he does have like, he's perfect in that role because you want to like hate that character for the first yeah, you know, uh, two thirds of the movie, you really want to be like, look at this fucking piece of shit. Whenever he like smirks and gets the fuck, it's like, why the fuck are you doing that, you idiot? Like, what you know, are my you favorite doing? part is when they like both like don't have any money, they're like losing their jobs, and he buys a MacBook and a PlayStation. I was like, oh my god, that's me. I would do that. And he's just like playing Call of Duty while their life is falling apart. Yeah, uh, yeah, that movie's awesome. David Fincher, man, what a what an oh. interesting director. Have you ever seen Zodiac? Yeah, I fucking love Zodiac. Zodiac is fucking terrifying to me. That movie's so good. It is so good. And like when when especially with subject matter that's like pretty well known and there's been other like movies and stuff about it, like that movie goes so that one of my f- secret favorite genres of movies are like investigation, like new like especially when it's like a news investigation of uh of like our true crime which is basically yeah. what zodiac is like and everybody's really good in that movie like well because it's really yeah good it's and, mark ruffalo robert downey jr uh uh mysteri mefesto what's his name mysteria uh i forget his name wait who um, trying to think. the main character in zodiac <laughs> oh jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal uh yeah there's all yeah. there's all kinds of good actors and casey jones is in it Casey Jones, like, uh, wait, Casey Jones is in that? Yeah, the original, Elias Cotillo. Oh, hey, all, you know who else is in it? Roger Rabbit. Who does he play? The killer? He play, Well, he plays a guy you think might be the killer. Okay. because There's like crazy. six people in the movie that you think could be the killer, and Roger Rabbit is one of them. 
<laughs> he's like, guys, I'm always getting framed. This is this always happens. <laughs> it wasn't me. me. <laughs> he's like, let me guess. You think I'm the Zodiac killer? <laughs> Please. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Hey, to I'm going to watch Zodiac me. tonight. I'm watching Roger Rabbit. I'm uh, fast forwarding the stabbing scene there. <laughs> Wait, you're fast forwarding what? The stabbing scene in Zodiac is the scare. It's like to me is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Is that where they're in the field, or no, that's a shooting scene? Yeah, no, they're at a they're at like a park. Okay, and yeah, it's just like broad daylight ties them up and then just stabs the fuck out of them. Hey, also they've never figured out the Zodiac killer. That's crazy. Yeah. They have some theories and some hundreds. Theories I, I'm looking at David Fincher's. Can we go through David Fincher's filmography real quick? Yeah, just, okay. Like, I think that might be fun. Sure. Um, his first movie's Alien Three, <laughs> <laughs> which, which had a lot fine. of it had a lot of studio interference, and yeah. I think he has talked about publicly how he's like. He hates it and he can't watch it and all, and all that stuff. Yeah. But, so, hey, hey, David, same. <laughs> but there's a director's cut. I think that's a little bit better. And, sure. Yeah, there's yeah. some weird decisions in that movie. Yeah. But, I mean, it's okay. Um, seven, which I watched recently. Uh huh. Where are you on seven? Seven's great. It's not. It's not one I can watch too often. Right. Um, but it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, the game. Not really. I don't think I've ever seen the game. I haven't seen that. Michael Douglas. But then he. Wait, what's that about? Does it is there does there like a little log line or something that says what that movie's about? Yeah, but the poster's just Michael Douglas, but he's a puzzle. But I don't think it's about he's puzzles. Puzzle. Is it, he's uh, not it's about a puzzle. The Riddler. Yeah. No, I haven't seen uh, that. Let's see. Okay. Mystery thriller: the story of a wealthy investment banker who's given a mysterious birthday gift by his brother participation in a game that integrates in strange ways with his everyday life. Oh, I kind of oh. want to see that though. I'll, should we watch, should that be our homework to watch the game? We should watch the game. Yeah. Um, follows up, uh, that with fight club, which now what is fight club? <laughs> We're not supposed to be talking about this. Here's the thing. If this is where I miss Abby, because right now I'd be fighting with Abby. Why? Because she would start acting like Fight Club is stupid and it's only for people who think Heath Ledger's Joker is the greatest thing. It's a- well, and I get it. It has a little bit of that. Well, that's because it has kind of turned into that. It is turned. It is sort of turned into a joke about a, the kind of people who really love Fight Club. But it sure. was a. But it is a good movie. Like it, it is, is a good, well-made yeah. movie. And the first time I saw it, I had no idea what was happening. Like I was completely shocked about the twist the first time right. I saw it. It wasn't spoiled right. for me, <clears throat> but it's also not one I'm trying to like sit around and rewatch. I haven't seen Fight Club in so long. Right, objectively a good movie, but it's like if you talk if you're one of those people who talks about Fight Club all the time, it's like I'm not going to probably hang out with you very much. Right. Um. Okay. Next up was Panic Room, which I know I've seen, but it's been a I don't remember. Jodie Foster, I've, I don't I've seen it once. And, okay. Yeah. Um, and then Zodiac, which we just talked about, which yep. was great. Uh Benjamin Button. Hey, wait, we, what? Yeah. He did Benjamin Button. He did Why? Button. <laughs> Why he did, did he button. do that? 
we were talking were we talking about this movie recently it was yeah. like a big deal when it came out i i remember kind of hating it i watched it backwards so it would go the right way <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest thing i've ever seen uh I, I remember we saw it in theaters, and I remember it was one of those things like, oh, this is like a big, important movie, and then no one's even said the words Benjamin Button until today. Yeah. Ever okay. in the world. It, no, literally, there's people listening right now who went, oh, fuck, I forgot about Button. Mr. Huh. What? So what's after Button? This is going to be fun. After that, Social Network. Ugh. Saw it once, thought it was good. Never going to watch it again. I don't care. Same. I, I um, thought it was fine. I thought it was fine, but I really can't stand uh, Eisenberg. Jesse. Yeah, I cannot stand. I'm clocked out if he's in a movie. I'm just checked out. And I, I remember when I saw Social Network, somebody somebody was like, you got to see this movie. It's so good. And, I, and they were like, well, it's David Fincher. You know, why wouldn't you want to see it? So then I watched it. And I was like, dude, I can't believe you like this. Like, this is not. It's different. This is it's got a good great. cast. Like, Andrew why do Garfield? I care about face? I don't care about the owners of Facebook. Yeah, good yeah. cast other than Eisenberg. Okay, what's okay. after? What's after? All that? right. So then, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which I never saw. Me either. I saw the uh, original ones. Right. And I, th- yeah. And then Gone Girl. Okay. Um, and then Mank, which I never saw that. Is that the one about? Yeah, Mank direct- is a. Yeah. The director it- of uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Never saw that. Wait. Yeah. Um, did you see it? No. No. And then The Killer, which is not out yet, but it comes out. Is this that the year. one? Is that the one that's coming? I think. Does he not have something coming straight like to Netflix? It's going to be a streaming. Yeah, with Michael Fassbender. I saw something about that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a Netflix. I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. So that's a pretty great filmography. Yeah, um, some stuff in there. I for don't the know. most part, I have to go back in and fill some, check some of those out. Some Fincher. I think some Fincher gaps. To me, it's easily Zodiac is the best movie out of out of what I've seen, but. I was confused because this entire time I thought Zodiac was directed by Charles Fincher. <laughs> Is that why there's so much ribbon cable in it? <laughs> That's why the Zodiac killer has uh, like smoke coming out of his ears. I love the Finchers. Uh, no, no, no. I, um, the, the rap on David Fincher is that he's kind of like in the school, like the Stanley Kubrick school of filmmaking where it's like, hey, we're going to do 300 takes of this until my ketchup brain says oh. it's good to go. I don't think he's as like, um, have you ever watched The Shining and thought about some of the stuff with Shelley Duvall and stuff? And like, does it make, does it ever make you uncomfortable thinking about, man, was Kubrick just like nuts? Yeah, well, he was. Okay, right? or he was. Yeah, right? he had I think be. so. Enough people say that to where it's like. But so is Shelley Duvall at this point. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one to you know bring onions to the onion store, but uh, <laughs> what? I just made that up. It's like a new catchphrase. I'm trying to get get okay. going. Yeah, I like. Uh, that. But yeah, I think I think David Fincher is great. I think he's definitely one of the great like modern. I, when there's a new David Fincher movie, I get excited, much like. Except for the Christ- ones you haven't seen. 
Except for Panic Room. And, <laughs> Except uh, for like Panic. half of his filmography. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a like, I'm the fake, I'm not a film buff. Hey, see, like, before you movies. did this, hey, before yeah. you did that, I, I would have told you 100% without a doubt that he's only directed three movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fincher's three for three. <laughs> That's why I said I would have been like, dude, Fight Club, Zodiac, and Gone Girl, they're all pretty good. They're all good. <laughs> um, but anyways, th- there was a thing recently. David Fincher was like publicly talking about, and I think this is going to bridge us to another interesting director discussion, which is fine. Um, Fincher was talking about how much he hates Alien 3 and how much he can't look at it. And Christopher Nolan was like, no, fuck that. Alien 3 is great. Uh, I think there's a lot of great stuff. I learned a lot from watching that movie and stuff like that. We had another, not that I always like to bring our personal discussions to the podcast, but when it's mm-hmm. about like Batman, I think it's okay. Yeah. We, we had a lot, another long discussion <laughs> yeah. about Dark Knight Rises, which you, you told me you also chose to watch for Batman. I, I rewatched on Batman Day. Yeah. I re oh, wait, was that Batman Day? Well, Batman Day was yesterday or Saturday. So some <clears throat> around okay. that. Well, I watched it. A few days ago, and then yesterday I watched Batman Begins. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, but I've watched them both in the last week. Okay, and you told me. Well, I don't want to speak for you. Where, where, yeah, any, Dark Knight Rises. Wanted- yeah, Dark Knight Rises is awful. Um, <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I, yeah, I, I rewatched it. The reason I rewatched it is because when we were at Dragon Con one night. Dark Knight Rises was on TV and we put it on as we were all kind of winding down. And it was like maybe the last 15 minutes of the movie. And I noticed as we were watching, I I had a thought in my head where I was like, is this edited for TV or is this how badly this fucking movie is just edited? So I was like, I'm going to wa- I'm going to watch this. I'm going to rewatch this movie. So I rewatched the whole thing, sat one sitting, watched the whole thing. And I think it's really, really badly edited. And I think that's one of the reasons I don't like it. I think the first two are, are pretty great, but it is so fast paced and it feels like there are edits in the movie that feels like, and I said this to you because you have experience editing things, you know, and I feel like sometimes when you're editing things and you got to make it under a certain time, it's got to be under that five minutes or it's got to be under a minute. You'll end up editing shots where you'll cut, you'll keep cutting seconds off the beginning and the end until it fits at, even if it's at the detriment of that clip, you're like, Oh, well now the the clip might start in a weird place, but you wanted the clip in. There are scenes like that in the movie that I'm like, surely that's not what they intended this to look like. (laughs) And it really feels to me like, you know, he spent a lot of time on those first two films, right? This was going to be the last one. He had a lot to do. He had a lot. He wanted to get in there and it really, really feels to me like he put this movie together. He got it down to however long that movie is, two and a half hours or whatever. And he was to me, I bet he just refused to cut anything else out. They need to take 20 minutes out of that movie. But I think he was probably like, hey, this is my movie. This is the third. I'm going to do what I want. This is what it's going to be in here. And I think it's at the detriment of the movie. Right. And we don't have to go. We've talked about this on YHS a good amount. But I've always said the solution 
and I said the same thing with Rise of Skywalker. When you're trying to wrap up a trilogy or a long form story, like usually rushing it is the it, it like you said, it's at the detriment yeah. of the final product. So I, I always thought Dark Knight Rises could have easily been split into two movies and it would have probably been more compelling and more meaningful. Um but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think the only I think that's a, a perfectly uh fine answer to the question. like I think that would have fixed it. The only other thing that I think would have fixed it is to cut a plot out of the movie. And there's not a lot of plots that you could, I think cat, I think Catwoman could have been cut. Like if you just cut all of Catwoman, it would have saved the time. It would have streamlined the movie a little bit. She's not really that important to the story, but also she's pretty good in it. So you don't really right. want to cut. Of course you don't want to cut a whole character out, especially right. Catwoman. So yeah, I don't, there's also this weird thing where, those movies are all pretty serious and they're pretty well acted. You get to the last 20 minutes of this movie and it's super weird. Like it feels rushed. The There's Bane, some questionable Bane's stuff, death yeah. is really weird. Bane's like turns into a crybaby towards the, he's crying in the end. Miranda Tate's you know, Talia's death is really weird. And it's like, Oh, that's a, that's the take we went with. It's just got a really weird ending. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah. I, I, I think it's no. the weakest of the three because of that. It's got good stuff in it and it's got good performances in it, but that shit and the weird, like every single death being off camera is weird to me. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, what about Batman Begins? You hadn't watched that in a while. Batman Begins is good. I liked it. It feels like it's a completely different director. It is it is a 100% different style in in everything. The acting, the editing. The only thing that I really kind of dislike about it is it's got a couple lines of dialogue that are really corny. It's just yeah. got like, you know, like <clears throat> the first time uh, uh, Gordon sees the, uh, the Tumblr, he goes, oh, I got to get me one of those. And I'm yeah. like, that's <laughs> well, a line of dialogue you guys hey, went with? Listen, d- never forget, like, p- you know that um, one of the main trailers for Batman Begins uses a Nickelback song? <laughs> Does it? I don't remember. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, man, we've really grown a lot as a, as a society. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we haven't. Um, yeah. Like, one, I'm trying to think what song it is. Nickelback someday. It's the someday somehow. That's it, gonna Batman make it. Begins. Yeah, that's like the main trailer. Like, all right. They so we you know it was a long time. It was almost twenty there's years a, ago. There's a couple lines like that though that yeah. are like clearly supposed to be funny, and it's like, whoa, what? <laughs> Batman has a couple, but I really like how the first half of that movie just gets right into like, let's use Razagul to train Batman and show why Bat why Bruce Wayne is so good. I was like, this is all pretty good stuff. The you know the second half falls apart a little bit, but every I was like, this is a perfectly fine movie. That's that. I mean, what you're describing, like we had this discussion about the Batman too. Like, part of the issue with every superhero movie, it's like you can have two hours of a really like well put together, well acted movie with like intricate storytelling and poignant things. And then it's like, by the way time for some trains and shit to blow up like it's <laughs> just like tra- yeah <laughs> the train stuff is weird and the whole like batman being like yeah i don't kill 
But yeah. then, like, that thing where he's like, Ra's al Ghul's like, well, hey, I thought you didn't kill people. And I was like, well, I don't have to save you either. And I'm like, that's killing him. <laughs> I, uh, you know that's uh, killing okay. him, right? Okay, Bruce. It's, it's, a, it's just some weird choices, but I don't know. Hey, speaking of Batman, there was a, a really good Tim Burton quote this week. Um, he's been kind <laughs> the one of on where he, the one where he talks shit Did about you Disney. <laughs> Are you talking about where he's like talking shit about not Disney? that one? Okay. Well, I saw where he was talking shit about uh, uh, Warner Brothers for for using well, Michael Keaton's Batman. Straight, and, he straight up said something about being a slave to Disney. Who boy? I think talking about the Superman, talking about the Nick Cage Superman. Because he was supposed to make that, yeah. Movie. You know, and, and he taught, and he's just talks right. about like how shitty. Yeah, I don't know what what quote are, what quote he are you says. About uh, well, he says I am in a quiet revolt. Tim Burton breaks silence on Flash using his Batman and Superman, and then he says. Uh, so somebody asked him. Okay, can, I'll read this. He said, uh, three, do, do, do. Burton spent two years working on the film." I don't have regrets. I will say this. When you work that long on a project and it doesn't happen, it affects you for the rest of your life. He's talking about Superman there. Because you get passionate about things and each thing is an unknown journey and it wasn't there yet, but it's one of those experiences that never leaves you. Um, He goes, they can take what you did, Batman, whatever, and culturally misappropriate it or whatever you want to call it, even though, uh, yeah, even though you're a slave to Disney or Warner Brothers, they can do whatever they want. So in my latter years of life, I'm in a quiet revolt about all of this. But he should say he is also making a new Beetlejuice for uh, Warner Brothers. So um, I don't think uh, Tim Burton watched The Flash. No, probably not. But I know someone who did. Kind of wish I didn't either. (laughs) Do we even... Do you have any thought? It was about a month ago at this point. We yeah, I, I, it was. I forced Jake. Well, wait, it was right before. It was right before Dragon Con, right? Right before Dragon Con. We we. It was on HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, this is what I'll say about it. Is it good? No, it's not. Is it the worst DC movie? No, it's not. There. It is a shame that Ezra Miller turned out to be like the maybe the worst human on the planet currently because he, you know, there, there's some talent. He, he's got some good stuff, but. Right. The movie's bad. The movie's overly bad. If if Michael Keaton wasn't in it, Michael Keaton's great in it. Yeah. But if he wasn't in it, I don't. I wouldn't want to sit through it. And uh, no. I I don't know if you uh, did. You watch that video I sent you with the the special effects artists breaking down. No, movies. I meant to. So Damn it. I don't, I don't know the, uh, the YouTube channel offhand, but I just kind of came across this YouTube channel that it's like, they have a different, they have like a couple rotating panels of special effects artists. And sometimes I, I've been watching them. Sometimes people like from Weta will be there. People who actually worked on the movie they're talking about and they will go through a film and they will just rate, you know, the good CGI, the bad CGI. And they will, what's crazy is like, it's not just talking shit though. I watch their flash and they're, they're like going through and they're like, Hey, this, this is what this is. This is how this happened. This is what we call it in the business. This happens because of, you know, sometimes it's a money thing sometimes. And they go through the flash and they, and they, they point out things I did not notice when we were watching the movie and they do okay. the same thing. You know, they do the same thing with some other movies. I watched them do it for Endgame. 
And they're like, right. pause it, point this out, you know? And there's like a scene in, there's a scene in Endgame where Thanos is uh, wearing the glove yeah. and the glove pieces of the glove are coming through other pieces when he does this and it shouldn't. Uh. And they were like, oops, you know, stuff like that, like stuff that people don't notice, but they pointed out one of the things I noticed when we watched the flash was that there were a lot of scenes where the second Barry was complete CGI. Yeah. It wasn't a body double. It was CGI. And they talk about that a lot and maybe why that was a choice. And, but it was a very interesting video. I think you should go watch it. Um, I've been trying to go through and watch some of their other stuff because it's really informative. It's not just not just shit like a talking. Shit truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. I think um, I what I think is going the trajectory I see for the Flash is that in like two years people will forget that yeah. that exists because it's just going to be this movie that came out at a weird time before DC was going to like relaunch and everyone was talking about how great it was going to be. And then it just kind of came out and did what it did. And it's just going to fade away. We're going to forget. There's nothing really. I mean, the only great thing about it is that we got to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. And then even so, like I'm going to spoil Like he just dies. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, that to me, that trade off isn't worth it. I'd rather, I'd rather never get another, Michael Keaton Batman movie, then get one, but we that he but he has to die in the end. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he died. Not only do we bring Michael Keaton back and we have to only see him in a Flash movie, this is his legacy. He dies in this. Right. This is the which, movie in which he dies, and it's like, oh, cool, he dies. Well, in a Flash more spoilers. More spoilers, though. The whole thing about that was that when Ezra Miller, when the flash comes back to the current time, it was supposed to be Michael Keaton. They were by the end of the movie, right? It was going to be him. Uh, but they changed that. So it's, he just dies. But I saw that the directors of Batgirl, um, uh, Biali Fala and Adel Al Arby, uh, they came out and said, you know, cause that movie got canceled and that had Michael Keaton in it. Not canceled. They, it was, they filmed it, but they just aren't releasing it. And they were like, they weren't putting down the flash, but they were like our version of Michael Keaton's Batman in the movie we made is much more in tune with what you would think. Like they basically like that. That was almost like a fantasy version of that Batman. Like it is is, weird. Yeah. There's weird. Yeah. Ours is grounded and, uh, was like in the Gotham city. You remember from the Burton movie. So, who knows? And that movie's I, never going to, you know. It's never going to be seen. I wish Michael Keaton just got his own. I wish they would just do like, hey, let's just do one more Michael Keaton Batman movie. Do it. Make it awesome. Like, I, I think I, I have faith that Michael Keaton can do it. He's good as Batman in that. Yeah, he's like, good. He, he, like his acting, he's, he's a, you know, I, I feel, I would feel fine about that. But it's just a weird ending for that character. Nobody cares about George Clooney coming back as Batman. Yeah, that was. And it's like we're resetting the universe. But then the, you know, the scene after is the Flash and Aquaman hanging out. And I'm like, this is just all weird. So the the Aquaman trailer came out. I finally watched it. It's awful. And so Aquaman comes out in a couple months. And there was some reports on Twitter from some pretty reliable sources that um, people have been walking out of the Aquaman test screenings. Yeah. A free movie 
in advance. And people are like, I got better shit to do. I do not have two hours to dedicate. I cannot spend another minute watching. Um, yeah, looks bad. What do you like? We've we've actually talked about DC on film a lot on this podcast. So we, the Flash didn't do much, mm-hmm. um, but they did announce Andy Muschietti was going to direct the Batman Brave and the Bold, which objectively, like, I I think the 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 opening scene, the Ben Affleck Batman scene in in the Flash is pretty good. Like, I I, I think Andy Muschietti could direct a Batman movie. I have no issues. I with think that. he could too, but I. As long as they don't do that weird, the CGI in the Flash is bad. Like, yeah, it's weird and shit. it's not, you know, like he came out and said it was purposefully like that in some spots, but I don't buy that. Nobody wants their movie to look bad on purpose. And like the babies look bad. The weird second Flash looks bad. The A babies look like it. the, the Ally McBeal, like the dancing baby from 1998. That's what they Remember say that? in the. That's what they say in the other the thing. Internet? They were like, these are like the dancing baby. These look like the dance. They're they're not that. Dissimilar. Do they say that? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird how bad the CGI in that movie is. So yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, yeah. but we'll, anyways, we'll see. we'll see. But what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen if so? Aquaman's probably not gonna. It's gonna like Blue Beetle bombed hard. Yeah, that movie never had a chance. Well, so like, will there, this. There's just no. I think people will go see it because a lot of people do like Jason Momoa, but not people aren't going to the movies anymore, dude. It's like it's falling apart. And these super it's like not as many people go to the movies. I'm not saying nobody does, but not as many people go. People are more picky and choosy. Superhero movies in general are like in a valley right now. It's all starting to kind of come down and no, they're not. Yeah. You know, less people are going to superhero movies being like another great one. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. Avengers Endgame is five years ago. Um, okay. So what happens though? Okay, let's assume the actor and writer strike and soon they start revving up the engine again, and we know that James Gunn's gonna kick off the new DC universe with a new Superman movie. What if that movie, regardless if it's great or not great, what if it doesn't do well? Mm-hmm. What happens then? You think they go forward with this? <laughs> they start over again. They keep starting over again. They'll fire him and he'll go back to Marvel. God. Could because at that, at that point, they'll need somebody to make Fantastic Four and X-Men. <laughs> Guardians 4. Um, I, I think, listen, Here's my. We'll move on from it. I think James Gunn could potentially make a great Superman movie because he's yeah. really good at making movies. I think that there is public ill will towards DC on film, yeah. and they should take about a decade off. <laughs> that's um, what I think. That's what I think too. But they won't do like you know. There's money to be made, or at least they think there's money to be made. So they're not going to take. It's not. Movies are different now. It used yeah. to be that way. You know, a sequel wouldn't come out until five years later, ten years later. Yeah. Uh, now it's just like, we got to do this. They don't care that there was a Superman on screen this year. You know what I mean? They don't care. They need a new one immediately. Here's another thing I think Warner Brothers. I like Warner Brothers. That's a great studio. They've made some great films over the yeah. year. Batman, Lord of the Rings, all sorts of shit. Um, 
they're prioritizing they're they're doing harry they're remaking harry potter as a tv series yeah can i just stand outside of the warner brothers gates with a sign that says this is a bad idea this is gonna be so bad like i just know it like even there's well, no way it's, it's gonna good. be good maybe well, why, do you say, why do you say that what if because, it is the tv shows are for hbo yeah because they're because i don't know if the harry potter fandom which is a huge fandom yeah um I don't know if they w- I think that they would accept uh, more. Well, maybe they wouldn't because they those other moons didn't do very well. The the, the prequels, right? Um, the Wizarding were whatever the what were those called? Who um, cares? yeah, I don't. <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> I just think it's like fantastical you, creatures. Fantastic beasts. Them. Yeah, 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 Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Don't tell me your movie's fantastic in the title. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Mediocre beasts and how to find them. I just think I don't. I can't speak for the Harry Potter fandom, but I just feel like, well, it wasn't that long ago that those movies ended, and like redoing yeah. it. They said they wanted to be more faithful to the book and do a seven season show. See, and like, I don't. Sure. I don't understand why people get annoyed by that because I've I've seen a lot of people who are big Harry Potter fans say no, you can't do that. Why, like. If something I really loved was like, hey, we're going to do this again, but it's going to be more faithful to the books. And instead of squeezing, you know, one movie into two hours, it's going to get an entire season. That's that sounds a, good. That's okay. a dream come true. That's what I don't understand. Like the movies still exist. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're erasing the new Harry Potter is not trying to be better than the old. It's just a different thing. And like, you okay. know what? Maybe, maybe you're gonna like the performances of these actors better because they're gonna have more time to do more. You know what I mean? I just I don't I do not get that attitude of like, no, we already got it. Give it to me I again. I don't could, fucking care. Make it better. Give me more. It might I be a completely that, different thing. <laughs> I bet that guy who plays Ron Weasley is gonna try to still be Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fifty. <laughs> Anyways, put me in it. Please, daddy. Um, okay. Uh, also, Warner Warner Brothers. Please, Ari, I could be I could be uh, him still, Ari. Maybe, no, maybe, no. maybe I could play Ari this time. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Hey, <laughs> hey, what about Lord of the Rings? Though we know that Warner Brothers is they want they want to expand. They've already met with Peter Jackson about expanding the the lord of the rings footprint on film yeah um they're not going to remake those i don't think uh no i don't think so but there's well, because other- those are uh those are pretty I, I don't know like i mean if i don't think the plan is to remake them i think the plan is to just do more like there's more stuff and like oh, who cares like it, I feel I, I'll feel the same way i feel about the show the show had some good stuff in it there were some things i was like oh, this is really cool Overall, it wasn't the best, but I mean, like, is, doesn't hurt I feel like thing. Ian McKellen has been 75 years old my entire life. For 75 years. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on where they go. Like, yeah. if it's even going to have those characters in it. There, there's, because, so, there's so much Lord of the Rings shit that takes place, you know, way before or way after. Or, I don't know. It could be I, anything. Let me give... I'm going to give everybody a 20 second spoiler warning here. I'm going to do some potential spoiler uh, thing. 
for the Marvel world. So take take that as you will. Um, here we go. The rumors are that Ian McKellen's Magneto is going to have some sort of prominent uh, future, in the, at least the the MCU over the next couple of years with Wolverine and, and possibly so more. Stupid. It's 2024 almost. How is Ian McKellen still playing back? He was a hundred when I saw X Men. I was I was in tenth grade or something watching the first X Men movie, maybe ninth grade, and I was like, "Whoa, look at Ian McKellen! He's the oldest man in the world, and he's playing." I, I remember when the first X Men came out, thinking I think he's great as Magneto, but I remember thinking this Magneto is a little too old. But it's one of those. Things I like do Patrick do, Stewart. Patrick Stewart in the first season of Next Generation was like 25 years old. He just looked like yeah. he was 80. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the same thing. I just, yeah. dude, I do not understand what Marvel's doing. <laughs> and I, I I, know everybody loves Hugh Jackman, but I think Marvel's like, no, people really love the old X-Men. Let's just keep using them. I don't think we do. I don't love that. Like, they're fine. But to me, any of the X-Men movies that have been out, there are a couple roles that I think have been casted pretty perfectly. But overall, I'm like, this is not the definitive X-Men cast. Whatever the new cast is going to be is going to be better. I can I can tell you that. But then they just right. keep using the same, like, why? Why is yeah. that going to be the, I don't know, it's so annoying. Yeah, it's I don't not know the X-Men. You're... Everybody who's getting excited about Marvel having the X-Men they're not excited because they think Marvel's going to use the old Sony X-Men. We're excited because we want to see X-Men done properly. And we, in Marvel at the time was at a point where they were doing shit properly. And it's like, Whoa, if Marvel did the X-Men right now, it would be amazing. But then it's this, this is a step back. Using the same characters is a step back. Well, I think when it's all said and done, like in 50 years we're going to look at phase four and five of the mcu and go what the fuck was happening because there was a there's a account that i follow on twitter i can't remember what it's called it's a very reputable like uh you know <coughs> scoop account and yeah. they said that uh secret wars they were like if endgame was kind of a a closure on the first chapter of the mcu then secret wars is going to be the same thing for the fox marvel universe and i was like what who needs who needs that? Is it is there people out there? Gone. It's done. Fox it's been Marvel over. doesn't exist anymore. It's fucking old news. It's like Wayne's world when she's like, Wayne, if you're not careful, you're gonna lose me. He's like, I lost you six months ago. Are you mental? <laughs> We're done. Like anyways. <laughs> having said that, I am excited about Deadpool and I'm sure it'll be great, but at some point we'll all have to move on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think I'm done with this episode. All right. <laughs> this was fun. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah. This was more of this is what a phone call between us is like. Yeah. Do yeah, you ever yeah. get? Sometimes I get off the phone with you and I look down and it's like hour forty seven minutes. I was like, yeah. hmm. I wonder if there was anything else I could have been doing productive in my day. That's spending <laughs> two hours on the phone. Because you know, in two hours you're just gonna call me back and we're gonna have. Yeah. But, oh, I forgot one more thing. Oh, dude. Hey. Dude, okay, there is one thing in answer the call people forget to talk about. <laughs> like, totally uh, off topic. Uh, Jacob, where, where, uh, 
what do you got going on? What's going on on Monster Island these days? Dude, I don't know. Um, me and Jay, we just did an episode this past week. Uh, we uh, oh, we reviewed the Gamera show. Gamera, Gamera, the, you know, the big giant turtle, um, hasn't had a piece Gamera. of media in a very long time. He's got a show on Netflix right now. Pretty great. It's pretty fun stuff. And me and Jay talked about it. And we kind of ranked certain aspects of it. You can you can check that out. It's out there. Is that an animated show? It is, yeah. Cool. It's like six episodes, quick watch. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, check out YHS on Monster Island. And it by the way, if you're not a part of the Yes Have Some Patreon, you can sign up at patreon.com slash yes have some, get complete access to an over four year archive of audio bonus episodes. We always have something we change it up a good amount but we always have something dropping. We've been doing yeah, Ryan Dole and myself have been doing some Ahsoka recaps. We have extreme toy. There's stuff on there all the time. Yeah. So check that out. $5 a month and you get exclusive access to the YHS discord. Uh, lots of fun. And then, you know, without going into any detail, we've got some pretty cool stuff. coming up. So, yeah, I feel like that's, feel. I feel like that's one of those things that every podcast says in the, at the end of their episode. Well, keep we got some cool stuff, but we're not <laughs> we're not just like full of shit. There is some stuff coming up, including. Well, we're all going to go see that new Exorcist movie, but that's not part of what I'm talking about. Right. That's just going to be a fun. That's, that's going to be, be fun. You're going to. What we, is this? The end of Batman Begins? Hey, but we are. Out? But we are next week going to New York. We're going to have some like. Classic YHS New York content. We're going yeah, to Toy we're Fair. Yeah, we're going to uh, Toy Fair. Yeah. We're going to see see what we see. I have yeah. no expectations, but we are going to that. Uh, we're going to go Jaws, see the Jaws play. The shark the is broken. Play. Or the shark is. Yeah, that's what it's called. Shark, shark is shark working. Is the shark's not working. Um, yeah, we got some fun stuff. But but really, stay tuned to all of our channels. And, and if you're new to the YHS world, make sure you subscribe here on uh YouTube, and then we also have Toy Anxiety, which is a separate channel where we do all mm-hmm. of our toy and action figure coverage. And mm-hmm. uh, we always have a lot going on. We appreciate your support. Um, I guess that's about it. So for Jacob Walsh and for Abigail Gardner, who shall return. By the way, she's fine. She's not really fired. Um, no, she's at work. Abby filed for unemployment, and I got the letter. So I have to now give her unemployment from YHS. <laughs> it's crazy. No, she's at hey, work. Hey, can I she's do that? Working. Sure. <laughs> There's gonna be some delays in your processing, but do go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, um, how do you end a show? Was it, you just end it? You just say goodbye. Are you trying? Are you trying to just make it to where this is at? You're looking at the recording clock, and you're like, "Well, I can't stop." Get to one hour. Minutes. No, no. Got but it. I'm ready. I'm ready to be done. All right. Okay. Bye. All right. Let's see some of the boys in the dress.